0: Welcome back, guys, to the fourth episode of the How of Who We Are. Today, Will and I go ahead and interview Drew Joyner, somebody that I knew in high school, played basketball with in high school, um, got to know fairly well. And uh, what I thought was really uh, exciting about this interview is that he actually went ahead and uh, reached out to us through Instagram. Um, He he makes his own clothing brand, went ahead and played D1 Basketball. Lots of good stuff, and um, I'm not ranking interviews by any means, especially because we're just getting started, but I would say this is probably one of the most enjoyable uh, interviews that we've done yet. Will, would you say the same? I totally would, yeah. I had a great time. I had never met, actually. i never met
1: Drew before, so it was great to meet him and just have a great conversation about what he's got going on, and he's just such a, he was just such an inspiration, you know? Guy getting out there, played basketball in college, and now... Totally changing paths trying to take his college experience and turn it into a clothing company. So, I just from the very beginning, as soon as he contacted us and he was excited,
0: I think we both got excited for it. I mean, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. We really, I feel like we really got to know the how of who he is. And uh, hopefully, you guys get to do the same today. Uh, please go ahead, continue to comment, rate us. We're now an Apple podcast, which I think is a really big step for us. Um, but looking forward, just Enjoy the interview, guys, and uh, got a quick message from our friends at Stay Fresh Lifestyle.
1: Do you feel like you could get some encouragement? Do you want to stay motivated or feel inspired? Stay Fresh Lifestyle is a lifestyle brand that encourages, motivates, and inspires people to live a positively charged lifestyle. Reminding people, the only way to stay fresh is to be rooted in God so your freshness will never dry up. Our mission is to live refreshed lives in the living word of God and developing the whole person to leave a personal fingerprint on life's endeavors. Stay Fresh Lifestyle accomplishes this through Stay Fresh Hair Studio, the mentorship program, the Refresh Bible Study, and philanthropy. The way you can become a Stay Fresh crew member and support our mission is to purchase our products at... We stay westayfresh.joomla.com and follow us on instagram at underscore stay fresh lifestyle and at underscore stay fresh cuts stay fresh
2: what's up guys hey Drew? Going, Andrew? good morning good morning will good to meet you keaton long time no see
0: long time no talking to you man how you been? it has been a little while let's see we both uh are rocking the, the specs still Yeah, man. Gotta keep it, you know, intelligent.
1: (laughs) Gotta keep it intelligent.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I had a, you know, a thought in my mind today. I was like, contacts, glasses, we'll go with the intelligent glasses. Exactly. Exactly. I,
2: I (laughs) yeah, I've been wearing glasses for too long since to stop wearing them. So I, I gotta put them on every day now, now that I don't play anymore. I don't hook anymore, so.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll ask you about that as we uh, get into it as well. I'm definitely curious about how your your basketball career progressed. Um, you know, after after I ended up getting cut um, and uh, you know, fully <laughs> pulled into lacrosse, which was not an issue for me. It was it was a better choice for me anyway.
2: I think so. I think so. I think lacrosse was more your thing. But I I definitely remember you. I was you know it's kind of funny when when I kind of reached out to you and I you know heard you doing the podcast. First thing I thought about was this. Keaton Carney running around the basketball court, you know, trying to make the basketball team. And it was just funny to me because it's like, ugh, I haven't seen this dude in so long. And the only memory I have of him is just talking about lacrosse and being this lacrosse dude trying to play basketball. It was just funny. but um,
0: Yeah, but trying yeah. To, try to throw elbows in the paint and stuff. Exactly,
2: you know, exactly. That. Just wilding it. On the court, in the paint. Yeah, <laughs> no
1: cross checks in basketball, and That's a uh, very Ill- illegal in the cross, and definitely illegal in basketball.
0: Definitely, True. True. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of memories there. Um, a lot of good stuff too. But um, yeah, let's get started. Drew, thanks for joining us. This is the uh, the fourth episode, fourth episode of the How of Who We Are. Um, today we have a guest that I knew in high school um, has gone ahead and done a lot of different things with his life, and uh, I'm looking forward to learning them and listening to them as well it's a lot of stuff that um i know a little bit about but i want to ask more about um and somebody that Drew uh, will gets to meet for the first time today as well.
1: Yeah, May the 4th be with you, Drew. Let's get
2: let's get with it. Let's get with it, man. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me. I really do. It's it should be a lot of fun. I'm I'm excited for you guys. This is a really cool podcast, I think. And you know, I I love the naming of it too. It's just you know, every time I tell someone, that, you know, it's I'm doing five. it. am so sorry about that. Every time I tell someone, uh, we're doing the how of who we are, they're like, oh, that's an awesome name. And I I, I agree with them. I think it's a super dope name. So I'm yeah. to hear. Bro,
1: it's I, I think that's funny. I'm happy you mentioned that because we definitely had to put some thought into it. And as soon as we said it for the first time, it just rolled right off the tongue. And we're like this. There's some, there's a ring to it. There's definitely something cool about it. It
2: really is a really sweet name. I, I'm applause to you guys, man. It's awesome.
1: So actually awesome. kind of tied in with the name, uh, Keaton, if you want to pull up the,
0: pull up the logo for Andrew to see, or drew to see. Definitely. Uh, first I was going to say, say too, we, uh, Oh, you got to enable a lot of screen sharing for me. Um, we were in the incubator for about a year trying to figure out what exactly we we're going to do on the podcast. How are you going to formulate it? What we're going to name it? And, um, I think most importantly, not necessarily most importantly, but, um, very importantly was the logo that we were going to have. Um, yeah. And our logo, we have four different things that are really important to us. And there's a compass in the background too to kind of show the journey that everybody has to go through um, to kind of get to where they want to be and who they want to be. Um, so we want to go ahead and start off to get to know who you are by uh, asking you, what would the, uh, the four symbols that you would do for yourself be? Because we have Minnesota, French press, as I'm drinking coffee as well, the lacrosse helmet, you know. <laughs> you know you know, and then uh <laughs> Colorado, of course the uh the home state, the home state, yeah, oh my my four
2: symbols all right let's let's do it, so I think for me, something that you know coronavirus and covid nineteen quarantine has really made me realize is the value of family, so I would definitely have a family symbol, whatever that is, pictures of you know you know symbols of my mom, my dad my my girlfriend, my friends. Uh, all those elements are a part of my family. So I would definitely have a family. Uh, I would definitely have a basketball. Obviously, basketball has been, you know, my love and it's something I've done all my life since I was probably four years old. Uh, retired now, but, you know, it's still, I mean, I'm I'm newly retired, so I don't really know anything besides basketball and school. Um, third symbol I would have to say is something that I've kind of gotten into a lot more recently, which is the more artistic stuff and the more artistic side of myself. So I would have a symbol of maybe like uh, an HB pencil or something to do with art, something to do with drawing. Uh, Cause I've you know, really dived into my kind of creative um, life, like being more of a creative and, and kind of pursuing uh, a creative career. Um, and then I would say last symbol for me, obviously I started my own clothing company, obviously probably get into that a little bit more uh Edward Joyner is the name of my clothing company and that would probably be my fourth symbol which would be you know fashion or you know clothing the things that um another thing that I really love and something that I've grown a passion for and obviously have grown a passion enough to start my own business so family basketball uh arts and drawing creative and then um fashion man those those would be my four
0: how who I am right now so Yeah. Good stuff I think um Something I was telling Will too before we met that I always thought you were a, a very interesting guy when we knew each other because you weren't, um, you know, the most loud person like some other people that we would have known on the basketball team. Not at uh, all. And I'm not gonna name names by any means, but you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, but there, I knew there was a lot, you know, kind of behind the curtain that you had like within your mind and that you were kind of crafting up. Um, and once you reached out to me on Instagram. Um, I had senior clothing company kind of coming into fruition, and I was like, "This guy is perfect." You know, he's got that he's got stuff he's crafting up. Um, he's making who he wants to be. You know, he's not kind of sticking on something that you know just doing it just to go through daily life. Um, and it's it's awesome. It's awesome to see. And uh, you know, again, glad you're on here. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was gonna say let's get in let's get into that clothing line because one of our first question was, um, what are you most excited about in your life right now? Um, and I mean, you can answer that however you want, but it sounds like this clothing line is something you're pretty passionate about. So if you wanted to talk to us about that and kind of, I guess, go right into that. That's
2: kind of how you got there, what you're looking at. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, for me, most exciting for me right now, it has to, it has to be the clothing business. Uh, I started it, I started Edward Joyner, which is the name of my business, uh, probably like September of of 2019, Um, but it took a lot, you know, so much more work even before I did the initial start time to actually get things the way I wanted to get them. Uh, And so, you know, for me, like I said, I've always been a basketball player. And so I stopped playing basketball uh, in, you know, spring of 2019. So I officially, you know, put my, put my shoes away, (laughs) my sneakers away. Um, And so in that time period of, you know, from spring 2019, you know, moving towards, you know, my final semester or for DU, we do quarters. So it's a 10 week kind of class regimen. So looking towards my final quarter, I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? Right. And so, you know, all throughout college, I had kind of developed this love and this passion for clothing. And, you know, I was a fan of a lot of brands that, you know, um, I was just a passionate consumer of these brands, brands like Fear of God, brands like Yeezy, you know, Supreme, um, kind of these high, you know, streetwear hype beast kind of brands. Um, but one brand in particular that really stuck out for me was this brand Leon Dor, which is a New York-based brand that a friend of mine, I actually went to Grandview High School too, Michael Posito he showed me about and we were good friends and he him and i talk all the time me and michael talk Um, but this brand ma they just you know were masterful at creating garments that were uh you know clean they were they had you know just great designs beautiful styles they they embodied kind of this new york feeling um, and I was, you know, I was a huge fan of them. And so they, that brand really made me want to start my own brand. So in 2019, like I kind of said, in September, around that time, I, you know, started writing about, you know, what, what a company would look like if I were to start it, right? And uh, I started out with basically a business plan. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a marketing student, so I graduated with a marketing degree. And so I just tried to take the things that I applied from school and just put them into, you know, what I would do to start a business. So, like I said, I, I created a mission statement, uh, created just what the ethos of the brand would be in terms of how it would look, how it would feel, the simplicity, and then I got to the naming of it. And the name actually comes from, you know, my name. My name is, you know, it, people call me Drew, but my my full name is Andrew Edward Joiner, right? And so the name of, of my company is Edward Joiner because, uh, i've always loved how you know um kind of classy edward the, the name yeah edward it, definitely, was, and then,
1: it definitely has that classy feel to it yeah, yeah
2: exactly um edward joiner so I, I but i you know i want the brand to have a a, a polished kind of mm. uh, refinedness to it that you know a lot of times you know quote unquote streetwear or athleisure doesn't have um and you know i that's where we started in And from, you know, late 2019 up until 2020, I officially, you know, made the website, uh, found out about manufacturers, uh, put lots and lots of time into the website, put lots and lots of time into just everything. And, you know, it's kind of become my life. So it's definitely the most exciting thing for me right now, if if that answers your question.
0: Definitely. That's uh, one. I think, too, you're kind of talking about these upper echelon brands. And I think Edward really Puts that same feeling out there, um, yeah. and obviously it's your it's your name, so um, I think that works perfectly for you. And it even shows that maybe this was you know exactly what you were meant to do as well. Um, and I want to ask a couple questions along that line too. Um, I want to ask what your mission statement was because you said you yeah
1: you, I had that same question yeah.
0: And I uh, I want to ask kind of when this idea popped into your head. Was it something that you had in high school, like when we knew each other? Was it yeah kind of through college, at the end of college, or, you know, after college? So, yeah, I'll
2: answer that second question first, and then we'll get into the mission statement. Um, so, when I was younger, like, growing up in Colorado, um, you know, basketball, sports was kind of my main focus as a kid. I, I played a lot of sports. I played basketball. I played soccer, football growing up. And then in high school, I just transitioned and just played basketball because I loved it the most. Um, but... You know, as a kid, like, my parents would always ask me, like, Drew, like, what do you want to be? I'd be like, oh, I want to be in the NBA. Um, but, I, you know, after the NBA, I want to I own my own business, right? And so, for me, I always knew that I wanted to kind of be my own boss. And I kind of knew I always wanted to run my own company. Um, at the time, when I was a kid, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, but over the course of my life I really got a lot of great messaging from my parents and just from a lot of mentors in my life who always told me to follow you know do what you love right and it, and for me you know starting a clothing business was something that you know in the beginning of college I wasn't you know in high school even I wasn't the most uh, you know best dressed or anything like that uh, in, in the beginning of college I wasn't the best dressed either but as I kind of moved through college, I you know started to pay more attention to, you know, my outfits, things like that. And it really started to be something I love to do. And, you know, it just clicked. It was just something that, you know, it just made sense for me to start, you know, a clothing business in that respect. Right. And so for our mission statement for Edward Joyner, uh, you know, it's very simple. You know, Edward Joyner is a lifestyle apparel brand that focuses on bringing you know, minimalistic clothing, as well as sustainable designs. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, we want to bring people, you know, high quality garments, and we also want to have a huge sustainability component to our brand. And so, you know, with those two things in mind, that's kind of what I set as the foundation for what all the decisions in the company are going to be. And then I, you know, try to build out from there, what exactly we're going to do.
0: So, Definitely. I love that. Will, I have a question um, that I can ask, unless you have one that you're, you're ready to fire off. Yeah. Well, I
1: was kind of curious where, where'd you go to college?
0: So I went through, I went to university. So
2: let me start. So I started out college at actually uh, I went to a division three school called Carthage college. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Yeah. Is that in Colorado then or? No, it's in Wisconsin. So I went to, when I left, I started high school in Colorado I went to my first school was Carthage College in Wisconsin and then uh, after two years there and we you know my second year there we won our conference uh, championship and I left came back home to Colorado and then started playing division one ball at University of Denver um, well okay
0: finished my career so Awesome. Yeah. yeah How how uh, how was it playing, um, you know, because obviously basketball is a huge part of your life. How was it playing at such a high level? Because D3 is, is a high level. It's college athletics. You know, it's not just that yeah. the sport by any means. But that D1 is kind of that next level up. How would you take us through kind of that experience? And um, is it something that you'd recommend for others to do that, you know, love their sport? Um. Yeah,
2: so I'll, I'll tell you about my experience. And then I'll tell you kind of I mean, what I would recommend. Um, playing Division Three ball was it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was you know when you first get to a Division Three program, the one I was at specifically, it was uh, it was a little bit honestly more relaxed than even high school uh, for what we what we what we did. Our practices were you know we didn't we never ran in practice, which was kind of crazy. Like we never ran like suicides hmm. or anything like that. Uh, we really focused on just playmaking. Uh, focused on running our plays, focused on defensive principles um, and just went out and just kind of played a lot. It was just a lot of just playing not more not as much kind of organization I mean there was organization of course, but like a lot of just you know getting where you fit in, playing the game you you know you obviously build chemistry through playing, and we did a lot of playing right uh, in in division three also what Kind of see the differences between Division One is is the the height of the players and the speed and athleticism of the players, right? Uh, I think skill level for Division Three, Division One. I, I think a lot of times uh, D three players have a lot of the same skills that the Division One players have. The only thing they don't have is maybe like the height or like a, the athleticism, right? So that was kind of one of the biggest differences when it comes to D three and D one. And then you know when I got to DU, uh, the the regiment was just um it was exhausting at times it was just so regimented you know you had when i first got there our practices were at 7am and so that means you had to be there at least an hour before to get prepped so you had to wake up you know at least you know 30 to 40 minutes so you're waking up at 5 5:20am or 5:30am every every day for practice and the practices were you know they were gauntlets they were you know people getting in fights people Uh, yelling at each other the coaches were much more intense it's just a much more intense and more spotlighted kind of experience Um, but at the same time at division three level uh, while it might not be as intense you know I think people you know on campus they have love for you because obviously you bring sports to their campus Um, but at division one level it's just it's it's like I said it's just elevated So, you know, people on campus, they know you as the basketball team and DU is bigger than Carthage. um, And, you know, people kind of see you as a basketball player a lot more, even in the community. So um, both are, both are, both are very rewarding though. I think if you love the game, you love the sport. I think division three, there's nothing wrong with it. Division one obviously is the dream for a lot of people and uh, it's a good, it's a good goal to have, but there's a lot of things that come with division one that also aren't, you know, the most positive kind of listening to your podcast, Keenan, about, you know, being at CU. There's a lot of things that, you know, happen on teams and team dynamics and just coaches. And there's a lot of aspects that are, you know, not praiseworthy while division three that, you know, there might be more of like a community feeling. And, you know, there's just just so many components um, to division three versus division one. And, I, I don't regret, you know, making my transition at all because I, I love basketball and I love I love being at home too and I love DU. I love Carthage, I love both teammates from both. Um in terms of what I would recommend, you know, I would recommend if you if you're serious about your sport, whether it be basketball, lacrosse, football, soccer, um, you know, try to go to the next level. It doesn't matter if it's division three, NAIA, JUCO. Um, go to the next level, but know that you know your education is much more important than anything. Because you know, at the end of the day, no basketball player plays plays the game for their entire life. You know, they have to have an extra an education. No lacrosse player plays for you know until they're ninety. You know, there's a whole there's a whole second half of your life, or you know, one third of your life that's just the sport, and then two thirds of it is you know the rest of your life. So you. Education, you know, is kind of the most important thing in terms of
0: school and sports, if that, if that makes sense. So. Definitely. Well, I totally understand where you're coming from, too, because I, I did come from that bigger state school and I, I probably went the reverse route of what you did. You went to a kind of smaller school and then went to the state school. I did the reverse route and being at the smaller school, you can definitely get more of a community feel. And that's something that I've really enjoyed um, because it allowed me to get a lot closer to my teammates. And that, you know, is how Will and I ended up getting close in the first place as well. Yeah,
2: that's awesome, man.
0: Yeah, well, I I really like what you said, too, about knowing and understanding that this isn't the rest of your life. Um, You should enjoy the sport and you should go somewhere where you can enjoy the sport. But you should also go somewhere that's going to set you up for the rest of your life because you have so much time on your hands as you move forward and you have to understand that and be ready for that too.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. And it sounded like you were super,
1: I mean, you said it definitively, you were like, I put my shoes away. Like I I was kind of surprised at that phrasing when you said it, but now it kind of makes sense within the context of the story of like, you put your shoes away kind of for you seemed kind of like a moment where you're like basketball was great. It got me to a certain point, but now I have like this, this next, chunk of time to, to figure out what to exactly. do.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it was hard for me because, you know, like I de- dedicated my entire life to the sport. Like, you know, if you asked me anything about what I wanted to do with my life in terms of, you know, from ages four to 18 or four to 20, I, I wanted to be a basketball player. You know, I wanted to be in the NBA. I wanted to play professionally and, you know, realizing that 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 that's not going to happen. And realizing that, you know, that 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 may not be the best for me either, you know, in terms of what I really want to accomplish in my life. I think I can, you know, affect change in a way that is beyond basketball now. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do, obviously, with my own, my own business and with you guys. And um, it's a it was a tough pill to swallow, but it's also really exciting, obviously, being able to have all these things available to me now that you know, that I maybe didn't see because I was just so focused on the sport of basketball. And, you know, I can still play. I, I, for me, I didn't play for a while after I after I was done in, you know, kind of the springtime of 2019. Um, and um, once I started, I picked the ball up again kind of a few weeks ago, you know, at the beginning of this year before everything got a little crazy. And it was just – it was lovely. It was blissful because, you know, all the memories of all the games and all the memories of all the – the moments with my teammates and, you know, the summer AAU basketball and just everything. It was just, it's just, I'm I'm, I'm
0: blessed. I mean, I'm happy I was able to do it, so. Yeah. yeah. Something that I, I say a lot and Will hears probably more than he likes to is that everything <laughs> for a reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, does, baby. Yeah, that's, I mean, both of our paths are, are similar in that sense where, you know, I think we ended up where we were supposed to be. Um, And that's really a life motto that I've had to, you know, carry with myself for a long time. Do you feel like you have some sort of motto that you live by or that you kind of look to, to, um, you know, carry yourself through your days? Yeah, um, I do. And well, you know, there's
2: a lot of things, a lot of people and a lot of kind of content that I consume, you know, daily that kind of inspires me, keeps me motivated, Um, whether they be, you know, YouTube videos or motivational speakers. Um, but one that really has stuck with me recently is, discipline weighs ounces; regret weighs tons. And for mm-hmm. me, you know, when, it, when I, you know starting this business, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, we're proud of you, and you know, you know, we're happy you're doing this. Uh, and for me, you know, I've, I I appreciate the support. Um, but not only do I want to start a business, I want to have a successful business, right? And so I have to make sure that, you know, every day, whatever I do, I put 100 percent into it, whether it be creating content for social media, whether it is, you know, website, making sure that the design on the website looks really good, whether it be, you know, making sure the product photos look really good, uh, being in contact with other people. I just want to be the most disciplined person I can be in terms of the process and in terms of work ethic in order to reap the, the most reward because the regret aspect of not putting a hundred percent into something um, is something that you can't change. And it, it's really powerful. So, you know, like I said, discipline, discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. That's something I've been living by recently. So. I love that. I really love that. Yeah.
1: You're, you're definitely talking to the right people. We are, we are motto motto <laughs> fans.
2: Motto focus, baby. Motto focus.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think focus. it's funny you mentioned that because one that kind of, said so, out to me recently i was watching some speaker or something and he just said happiness is a choice yeah. and it was so simple that yeah. <laughs> was but it just hit different and that's something that i've been thinking about it's like if i can just string together 10 good choices like my day is going to be could go from bad to good and just yeah. simple string of
2: choices definitely yeah. Mottos I m- i definitely agree with that it's you know happiness is a choice you know laying down bricks as perfectly as they can be laid each and every time that is that's just those models are just perfect man I I love those models yeah no no, you're good I was just gonna say so
1: we this is a motto motto group but also this is a marketing group too it's pretty funny because Keaton and I are both marketing majors as well really Yeah, yeah I didn't know if you knew that no I did not know I did not know Yeah. So we're, we, are we are still in the thick of it, obviously. I mean, I have like a year and a half left and I don't know how Keaton's still in the the midst of it as well. I'll be at school forever. It's it feels like, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I, and it's funny that when, as soon as you mentioned you were a marketing guy, I was, it, you know, it made sense to me because I I noticed the word choice when you said polished, uh, polished clothing line. I was like, what a, what a specific word. And I know as a marketing guy, I know that no word goes to waste. No you know? word. So I'm kind of curious if a word word choice is something that got you into marketing or if that's something that kind of inspired you to move on or maybe it came later. Or how does how did you really get into marketing?
2: Yeah. Um so I started school. I was actually an economics major when I started uh, at Carthage. Um, but I switched majors at DU to marketing because DU is has a you know decently good business school. Um but in terms of word choice and in terms of, you know, being punctual and with, with with what you say, you know, that's always been kind of something that I have been about. Keaton kind of alluded to this, you know, when he knew me in high school, is that I was kind of more a subdued kind of guy. Um, when I spoke and even now when I speak to people, I try to, you know, say things that are going to bring value to them rather than, you know, just talking a lot i'm kind of an introvert in that in that aspect Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i think in terms of word choice in terms of speaking in terms of marketing you know i think that the right words you know put together whether they be in the form of an advertisement or in in the form of a a poem or a book you know they can change you know someone's perspective on life you know dramatically like just how you said um happiness is a choice you know that's four words and in those four words they obviously had a profound effect on you and so in marketing you always want to you know have this um you always want to grab people's attention obviously uh, and you also want to you know present whatever you're trying to present whether it's a product or a service in the best light possible and so you know that's that's what i try to do with the brand all the time as well and that's what i also try to do that's i try to present myself as a, as a person i try to just you know give this very um put together um vibe i guess you could call it and Mm -hmm. i you know i really you know work hard at that so hope that answers your question i'm not no that
1: was perfect yeah i I couldn't agree more (laughs) and i think that's i can definitely say in my experience of marketing word choice is what kind of drew me towards marketing because it always fascinated me like how Every package we, re- we we receive, every billboard we see, someone is getting paid to put that up and s- paid to construct that. So it's just something that is always fascinating to me. So, yeah, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you yeah glad you agree.
0: Yeah. So you're you're talking about this put together vibe that you're putting off, and I, I definitely uh, get that from you. Um, but let's say we're looking back to Drew Joyner the past, where you're not necessarily fully put together or you're not putting off that vibe. Is there some sort of advice that you would give to that, Drew, from, from yourself now? Yeah, uh, I would start with, you know,
2: know, know yourself or learn about yourself. I think that a lot of times when you're young, or even for people now, they're so focused on uh, being accepted in the eyes of other people, right? And when we try to do that, Uh, you know trying to be accepted in the eyes of other people you know we aren't our true selves and so you know for for me when I was younger I I was a I tried to be a people pleaser I think a little bit more so than I am now and now I just try to do things that I feel like are in line with who I am and so you know I would tell myself you know you know there's an example you know every day you're writing a book about you're writing a book about yourself you know, read the book that you're writing every day and, you know, pay attention to the things that you like, pay attention to the things that that vibrate with you, pay attention to the things that you're interested in and everything else will fall in line. Like, you know, your friendships will be based off of the things that you really like, not the things that are popular in society. Uh, you'll find, you know, connections with people who are truly um, just valuable to your life more so than you would if you just followed the path of, you know, what's popular. So like I said, I would just tell myself to follow or listen to, you know, that inner voice and, and do the things that, you know, you're truly interested in, do the things that you truly like and, you know, move in a way that truly expresses who you are, not what, you know, other people want you to be or what you think other people want you to be, so.
0: Yeah, well, and that book that you're writing, you know, on a daily basis, you know, you're kind of writing that for yourself or for your family, or for those that are really close to you. Yeah. And I think this podcast is like, it's like an audio book of that book. You know, we're talking about those things that you're not really talking to everybody about. Um, some of those more low-key things um, that have really brought you to be who you are today. You know, talking about your basketball career. And, you know, obviously your your time at DU and, and then that friend from uh, high school who has brought you into the clothing line industry. Yeah. You know, it's all these things that <clears throat> not everybody... Wouldn't know about until you kind of open that book up, and you know, you don't fully want everybody to read that book either, um, because you know, there's good stuff, there's bad stuff. You know, it's, it's got it's got everything in there. Um, <clears throat> but I think that really is who we are. You know, it's it's all that combined. It's not just good stuff. It's not just the bad stuff. It's all of it mixed together.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. So we're we're going to go ahead and move on to looking towards the future now. Will, I think you have a, a question ready to go.
1: Yeah, I do. I was kind of tying it back in. You were saying um, you found that you wanted to listen to that inner voice and, and that moved you to something that you were passionate about. And obviously, I think this Edward Joyner brand is an expression of that. So kind of wanted to move back and talk some more about that. Um, <clears throat> I was kind of curious, do you have – Kind of two questions, I guess. Like, do you have any yeah. employees or anyone else that you're kind of like carrying with you on this vision? And then second, where where do you see yourself like moving into? Like, what's the ideal five-year plan for you?
2: Yeah. So right now, I do have a few people who are you know on the team with me. Um, I take on most of the responsibilities for Edward Joiner as the founder and as the creative director. Um, but for me, uh, you know, I have um, someone who's really involved is actually my partner, my girlfriend, and she's uh, someone who not necessarily is even a, you know, a, a partner in, in the sense of like a relationship, but she really is taking on the role of being kind of a communications officer for the brand. Uh, so for the brand, the brand isn't just about clothing. We also, make, we also write articles that, that relate to fashion, sustainability, design practices uh, and just kind of current events. And so we kind of push those out weekly and she's the one who does all the edits for those. And she also edits and makes sure every caption on social media is done. Um, I also have a, a, a group of friends and family that are also helping me promote the, the brand right now. So like I mentioned before, Michael Cusito is on that team. Um, Jordan Dunbar, another great friend of mine. Um, we also are working with some influencers on Instagram, Amani Hayes, just posted a video about the brand on uh, YouTube, and she also, you know, is doing great work in terms of, you know, evangelical. just kind of talking. I don't know how to say the word. Even evangelizing the brand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, evangelizing the brand. Uh, so I mean, right now it's a small group of people who, you know, none of us are getting paid right now. We're doing it off of the off of the time. And obviously, all the money that we make, we're putting back into the brand. Um, but I, I do have a group of individuals who are working with me, um, not necessarily as employees or anything like that, uh, but they're doing it based off of you know wanting to help help it grow, and I really
0: appreciate them. And so I think I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but that phrasing ahead. that phrasing is really important. They're working with you, they're not working for you. You know, yeah. it, it's that team aspect, right? Together. Definitely, definitely. And well,
2: what was the other part of the question? I forgot.
1: No, you're good. I was just kind of curious. So with that team and with your vision, where do you see that going? Where do I see know, like it what's going? the ideal for you?
2: Yeah. So ideally, I mean the ideally where I want to see Edward join her at is I wanna, you know, for for me I love the creative process and I love being able to create clothing and kind of see something go from a sketchbook to, you know, something in real life to something on something that someone wears. Uh, So for me, you know, overall, my number one objective for Edward Joyner is whenever we create something, whether it be, you know, hoodies, sweatshirts, tees, pants, um, jackets, whatever it is, uh, I want it to be able to, you know, sell out to the capacity of what we make, right? Because that's how we obviously are sustainable. We aren't wasteful by creating clothes that eventually just Are just thrown away or just uh, not used. So, you know, working towards that goal is to create an audience and build an audience that enjoys what we do so much that we sell out all the time. And I'm not sure if that'll happen in one year or five years, um, but that's definitely something that we have on our plate. Sounds uh, ideal
1: yeah. for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. It sounds ideal, definitely. But I mean, yeah, it's a good. It's
1: reachable too. It's not impossible for no, sure. No, it's
2: not impossible. In, ter- in terms of quantities too, we control the quantities for what we put out. So when I say I want everything to sell out, like you have to understand that you know our product is always going to be uh, somewhat of a limited quantity item because mm. of the nature of how we want the business to be. We're not gonna sell so it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's, we want it to be limited quality and not, not only because it creates more demand, obviously supply and demand, but also, you know, if we can create products that sell out, you know, regularly, uh, that means, you know, we don't contribute to waste, which is a huge component of obviously being a sustainable brand. Um, and so, uh, that's kind of one of our goals. Another one of our goals would be is, is to, you know, kind of, the, the blog and the article component of Edward Joiner is uh, something that we're really exploring, obviously, because we're a young company. And so, like I kind of alluded to before, is that, you know, we're starting a new series for the blog that is, you know, kind of doing what you guys are doing, which is highlighting, you know, other creatives, other founders and, you know, other artists, or whoever they may be, and talking about their craft, maybe giving some shine to those who don't necessarily um, get get that shine. And so helping others, and it's hard to say, you know, to quantify how helping others, what that means, Um, but we just wanna continue to give a voice to to the people who don't necessarily get a voice and continue to grow the business that way. Um, And so those two things in terms of having things sell out, whether that be in the next kind of one to five years or however the brand grows, And then being able to help others in terms of article postings and, you know, maybe even doing our own creative content with podcasting um, and helping other people also get that voice, just like you guys are doing for me, Uh, just kind of paying it forward. Cause you know, something that is really important for me as a, as a, as a creative and as a, as a founder is, you know, the the act of giving, I think the more you Mm -hmm. give to others and the more you, you do for others the more it'll you know kind of pay you know pay it forward for yourself and it'll come back to you but you know i would never want to just give because i want it back i actually want to give and help other people you know with their ventures and uh with their you know art whatever it may be so those those are the kind of two goals that i would see for the next you know one to five years or foreseeable future (laughs)
0: And, uh, looking forward to sticking with you through that time uh, we, you know we're here at the beginning and look forward to see you when you hit those goals too yeah. uh, if you want to go ahead and take just quick like 20 seconds or so go ahead and promote your brand and then- yeah
2: so the brand Edward Joiner can be found on Instagram at Edward joiner official and the website is www.edwardjoiner.com uh, you guys can also follow me at Drew joiner with an underscore after that and I appreciate you guys having me I really do.
1: Dude, this was awesome. I was super, super great to meet you. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to see where this goes for
2: you. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah,
0: I had a great time, man. Thanks again.
2: You too. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Drew Joyner just as much as we did. Looking forward to getting more episodes out there for you guys as time goes on. And Keaton, any final words?
0: Yeah, I would say we're really starting to roll now, starting to get some really good interviews. Um, go ahead, rate, comment. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know anything we can do to improve. We're on pretty much every uh, podcast outlet you can find. Crazy. It's crazy yeah. to
1: think about. We are on Spotify. Still excited about that. That he's, is insane.
0: You're <laughs> really excited about Spotify. I actually use Spotify, but I'm really excited about Apple Podcasts. You know, I'm really glad that we're just out there. We're doing it. We're doing it. So thanks for joining us, guys. Peace.